My name is Fiona Zeiger and you're listening to The Migration Podcast. In previous episodes, we asked why people migrate. In this episode, we pay greater attention to a particular form of migration, the so-called floating population in China. My co-producer, Jolina Sinanan, spoke to Xinwen Wang about her work with temporary low-wage workers in Chinese factory towns looking at what she calls the human face of Made in China. As temporary workers responding to labor needs, this floating population travels light. Their smartphones are their most prized possessions and function as a gateway to participating in modern China, at least digitally. So today we are talking to Xinyuan Wang, who is a research fellow at UCL in the Department of Anthropology. So Xinyuan is an artist in Chinese traditional painting and calligraphy. She received her PhD in anthropology from UCL in 2016. She's the author of um, the book Social Media in Industrial China, which she'll be telling a little bit about today. And she's the co-author of how the world changed social media. So thank you very much for speaking with me today, Xinyuan. So just to start off with, um, would you mind telling us a little bit about your research um, for those out there who might not be so familiar with your work? My food site is geographically is southeast of China, so quite close to the big city Shanghai, but it's so different from Shanghai because China is huge and, uh, you know, I'm studying the human face behind Made in China. So basically the factory workers who work in a small factory town and in China in, in these like coastal uh, regions, there's hundreds of like small factory towns like this. Uh, they used to be just like a village and because of the economic development, the farmland turned into thousands of factory plants and rural migrants from inland China, they flood into these factory towns as cheap labor, working uh, long hours on the assembly line. So I, I studied these people and the town itself is, is nothing special. It's just one of the hundreds of, um, you can say, very boring factory towns. This, except the factories, there's nothing happening there. So more specifically, my background is digital anthropology. So um, put it in a simple way is I want to understand um, how people connected with each other in the digital age, naming social media, smartphone. So it maybe sounds bizarre that I went to this, you know, this like only industrial town to study the digital media, which is supposed to be only used by digital savvy people like people in Shanghai. Um, that's also my question. So I want to understand how those people who usually regarded as digital less population. They can't even afford a very nice smartphone and they never used laptop or camera. So all this kind of digital devices so far away from their daily life. But because of the budget smartphone kind of like include them in this digital world. And I understand 
try to understand what is happening in their life and how they use social media and their smartphone. They have a name in China called floating population, which means they can't stay for long. For various reasons, we may come back to this later. Um, because they can't stay for long for the policy and uh, other economic concern, they just keep moving from one factory town to another, which also means they don't need to have some specific skill to produce anything. They just behave as the part of a machine, so then can quickly quit the job, get a new job, um, get a very, very fast, like temporary work contract. So that's the, the general situation of this huge population. Uh, they come from inland China, they're kind of floating in the developed area in China looking for a temporary factory job. And can you tell me a bit about how they live? What's their accommodation and their living circumstances? Um, what's that like? I would say it's quite appalling. Um, because basically, as I mentioned before, the factory town has nothing mm. except the factory plants. And all the living compound is just basically set up, again, a very temporary way to basically provide you the most basic thing, like a bath, not even a toilet. Sometimes, like, many people share one toilet and you don't have flushing toilets and you don't have proper shower again if you want to take shower you need to go to some specific like public uh shower room and wow. share the water with people and in winter there's no heating in summer it can go like extremely hot there's there's no aircon and then when they work in factories it's they don't even have like fresh air uh, mm -hmm. properly. So you, you can't imagine how basic life can be. I mean, I mean, for me, if, or for you, if you go for a holiday for even yeah. <laughs> one week, you mm -hmm. pack such a huge suitcase. Mm -hmm. And for them, just like, they literally can just leave without taking anything because they basically, they don't own anything. Wow, so their phones then must be incredibly important to them. So can you tell me a bit about what does the phone mean to them? What kinds of relationships or imaginings, um, meanings do the phone and digital media have for your factory workers? Yeah, it's it's brilliant question because that's exactly the this question or this kind of observation about how appalling the kind of offline situation live uh, pushed me to to look into like how significant the firm play in their daily life because at that time when I work with them the firm has become more affordable before it's like smartphone is really really expensive and only city kids can can afford it or their parents afford it but when I arrived there it's like basically one month salary you can afford a smartphone and I mean it's still very expensive mm -hmm. but you see how many people willing to spend a month's salary to get the smartphone because with the smartphone you can take photos you can make videos you can like connect with people like all over China and the most important thing is like the social media at that time the QQ and they're using QQ set up their personal profile they made the rural to urban migration because they want to be a part of modern China, but at least in so-called reality, mm -hmm. they, they're not yet being there. 
but they they still so longing for that. They kind of create、mm-hmm. the modern China world and see themselves living that online.、Mm-hmm. So、um, I still remember one of the 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 quote from、uh, people I know.、Um, Which I repeat all the time because it's just so wonderful. She was、um, putting like nice、uh, French, uh, like uh, lavender filled photos to her QQ profile, and totally ignored me being like watching her for half an hour. And in like very hot summer afternoon, I was sweating, and mosquito attacked me.、Mm-hmm. But it's like she is totally unbothered by、mm-hmm. this. Like immediate physical surrounding and feels so happy by decorating her online profile, and out of sudden she saw me suffering, and she made a very witty remark that life outside smartphone is unbearable.、Mm-hmm. I mean, he tried to be funny, but that is like really the key moment, like really, really highlights the significance of smartphone of social media in these people's life, and I realized that. Yes, they do live online.、Mm-hmm. Online for them is not like most people worry about. Oh, it's virtual. It's not real. But when you look at their life, you understand that the happiness is real. The satisfied, the dream are all real, and they do have the you know the the only happiness or hope through online rather than through the the offline living situation. I'd like to shift now to perspectives on migration more broadly. What are some of the issues around restrictions of movement, exclusion, and limitations that are placed on people? When I say migrants, people they are mainly domestic migration, so it's like rural to urban, but they basically they're still Chinese.、Mm-hmm. So there's no like literally border issue or visa issue, but they facing equally the same like. Problem that very severe problem because in China,、um, as I said before, like thirty years ago,、um, peasants or farmers they are not allowed to work in in the place outside the place of origin. So it's like forbidden because at that time it's called plant economy. So you people are bounded to the land. So that is kind of a domestic. Visa issue, domestic border issue.、Um, even now, they are allowed to travel, and the reason they become like called、um, floating population is mainly because the policy called household registration policy, HUCO. Still nowadays, every Chinese, every single Chinese citizen, they carry their huko, which shows like where you originally registered with, and it's not just like simply as registration. It also means like a a long string of consequences of the social welfare, such as like medical insurance, and also when when you have children, like what kind of education resources you can get for free. So then that's become a big issue. For them,、mm-hmm. because even though you allow to move around, I mean, as frequent as you want if you have the money,、mm-hmm. but then, but when you get ill, when you have children to support to go to school, then you have to go back to the original place. Otherwise, you're not fully covered.、Right. Of course, the things like always getting improved. I mean, the the policy can't like 
become a new one overnight. But like people work on it, and the situation is much improved nowadays. But still, you see that people suffered when they need operation. They suffered like the the medical bill, etc.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, the the children has to go back to the village to attend like the uni entrance、uh, examination, and also they feel they never been. Able to settle down. Thank you so much for that, Shinyuan. It really makes me want to reread social media in industrial China again. So thank you for taking the time to speak with us and to hear about your fascinating research. And I look forward to hearing what you come up with next. Shinyuan Wang is research associate at UCL in London. Julina Sinanan is research fellow in digital media and ethnography. At the University of Sydney.